Anita, how's your mental health? <laughs> Questionable <laughs> at all times. You know this. Yeah. How's the mental health of your children? Um, also a little bit tricky. Can I tell you my experience in trying to find therapists for myself and my kids, Mel? Yes, please. Okay. This is how it goes. You ask around your friends and your family for a referral for somebody who's nearby. You finally find somebody who sounds like they might work for your family. You give them a call and you find out that A, they're not accepting new patients or B, they have a huge wait list. So you start over again and you ask people if they know anybody who would be a good therapist and a good fit. Finally, you find one, you go and you meet with them and you figure out that you don't actually like them that much. But it's been so much work to find somebody who you can go to in your area that you're kind of stuck with them. Well, do you have any ideas for how to get around this? Um, I do, because guess what? I've actually had some therapists that I have found on my own, which involves what you're saying. Sometimes I remember one time I was like three hours in the bathtub on my phone looking through yeah. websites. I was such a prune at the end. But I have also had the experience with working with BetterHelp and it was like, I, I don't want to say too good to be true, but because it is true, but it's like amazing because I was matched with my therapist within 24 hours. And you didn't have to go through all of that other ridiculous process of trying to find somebody. And here's the cool thing too, is if that person didn't work out for you, you can just switch and say, and it's not like you're committing to another years long search for somebody who you're going to jive with. It's true. And I lucked out or maybe just BetterHelp is really good at matching people together because I never had to change my therapist. I loved her. Perfect fit for me. And I know that some of our friends have used BetterHelp and they've had to change therapists and boom, same day can change. Easy peasy. You can ghost your therapist. <laughs> Get a new one. I love this idea. BetterHelp is one of our sponsors. If you use our promo code, trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN, you get 10% off your first month and we totally recommend it. Yes. Get some therapy. That's <laughs> trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN. I have something I want to talk to you about, Mel. If you are somebody who's grieving... And if you are on social media, and if your account is not private, you have almost surely experienced somebody commenting on your posts about your dead person, that you are using them for attention, that you are being attention-seeking. How many of us have experienced this phenomenon? <laughs> two for two. Yeah. I would guess that a lot of people in our universe have also experienced that. I know that I've seen people talk about that. Um, not only who've experienced spouse loss, but child loss, um, parent loss, friend loss, anybody who brings it up in the social media sphere gets accused of using that death to attract attention. What do you think about that, Mel? Um, I have seen this with our account because we're a widow podcast so of course it's gonna happen mm -hmm. my dad even warned me before we started doing more episodes he's like you know people are going to be critical about your motivation for this and attention like i know so yeah it's very common we see it all the time i mean we see it all the time even for stuff that's not a life situation like widowhood we see it if if you post the wrong hashtag for something people jump all over you but especially 
for things like widowhood, I, it really speaks to who understands what the plight of the widow is and and how it needs to be addressed more. So it's kind of a double-edged sword because it is hitting a chord with some people that they don't understand it. So just this week, we got a comment about that. And I texted you. I said, hey, you got this comment about how we're thirsty for attention. And your response was, I can't wait for that person to lose their spouse and to understand. And I think that, again, we've talked about this all the time, that you don't understand this type of loss until you've experienced this type of loss. And then you realize it's not something that just goes away after some nebulous time period and you don't want to talk about it anymore. And listen, we get it because before we became widows, we couldn't wrap our heads around the ins and outs and the day-to-day and all of that no. stuff that comes with it. And and I think almost every single widow is like, oh man, yeah, people have said that to me. And I've also said it to other people and now I know better. Yeah. So here's the thing. Social media by definition is attention seeking. If you post anything, you're looking for attention, right? Because otherwise you would just keep it to yourself. So whenever they're like, you're seeking attention, well, I posted on Facebook, I posted it on Instagram, I posted it on Twitter, whatever. Yes, that the whole purpose of social media is quote unquote attention seeking. Now it's not in the same way that I think that we're being accused of because then it goes to what is the motivation for you to seek attention. And I think that people assume that we're doing it because we want sympathy or we want to be popular or we want more followers, um, things like that. But what's so funny is I'm like the person who's saying that you're on social media. So you are also attention seeking whatever you post a picture of your cat, a picture of your kid, you're looking for validation or food. (laughs) Yes. So I think that's just kind of funny. Of course, it's attention seeking because it's all attention seeking. But when you lose your person, I think there's two things that I want to talk to you about or ask you about. There is this horrible sense that you don't want your person to be forgotten. Do you feel that way? Like, how can this person just cease to exist? They can't. And I am responsible for keeping their memory alive and keeping them relevant and helping people to remember their legacy and what they did for the planet. And one way to do that is through social media. Yeah, and you've been very open about your journey on social media because that's a form of therapy for you. You also have kids that you're dealing with. So this is a part of your every single day. And you you don't want your kids to forget Jason. You're trying to right. help keep his memory alive. And And how many people are helped by Jason's story. So we do see that even though it's like, oh, we don't want to talk about the dead guy, you know, for some, some circles don't want to do that. They're like, well, just move on and get over it. On the other hand, we are better people because of what we've learned from our journeys of loss or our person that's gone, the legacy they left behind. And it's pretty divisive. And I think only people that can go through it, get it unless they're really empathetic people. And then they're like, I kind of, I can get it to a point. Well, yeah, for sure. There's people who have not lost their, you know, somebody close to them who can say, yeah, I can understand why they would still be talking about this person. You hit on the other thing is that, you know, we can only speak from a position of spouse loss, but it is incredibly isolating to be in a position where your person is gone. And especially 
at an age when your person is not supposed to be gone. And I can just tell you that there have been so many times when I have seen somebody on social media express their true feelings, express their grief, express their hurt. And it makes me feel so much better because I can see I'm not alone. That person is going through the same thing. And it's a way that we form a community, a really strong, supportive community that otherwise we would not have access to. I agree. Yes. It's, it's, there are friends that we have made only because we've talked about this publicly. That's it. Yeah. And it's interesting because think about the words social media. We're talking about social topics. We're talking about social justice or things that are not addressed that maybe need to be. For example, widows have a lot against them. As we've talked about before, they have the highest test score for stress index documented. And nobody knows that because it's not talked about. Why? Because widows are tired and they're stressed out and they're <laughs> just trying to get on with life. So as we talk about these things, they're not going to be received really well. And so it's kind of a sign, a, a good sign, because it's like we're, we're hitting people's pain points and at least making them aware. And it, I think it's all part of a bigger journey. So I've noticed since we've been on social media board talking about these things, more people are are using hashtag widow or their handle has widow in it and more people are finding their voice and trying to help others in their own circles and those people definitely are going to run into trolls haters people that say well you just need to get over it it's been this long or yeah my person i was divorced from my person or if you are not married to your person that's died that's another topic because that's a whole other set of isolation or how do you talk about that? And so these are topics that are not commonly in the public social circles. So yeah, right. social media is a storm. So this is another interesting thing is that, for instance, on our account, we are actively trying to grow an account, right? And so, yes, people could accuse us of using our husband's death to try and grow a social media following. But the motivation for that is because we're trying to reach other widows. We're trying to find the people who need a community. And it's not because we're trying to be like famous or we're trying to get, you know, free ice cream because we're social media influencers or whatever, you know, it's the purpose of it is to find more people to reach out and help them because we have been helped by seeing other people. And it's not because we're trying to be Insta famous. Can we just talk about one thing? Mm-hmm. The Kardashians are probably the most famous with the most attention and the most right. views. Okay. And all they do is seek attention. Yeah, it's true. And they're rewarded with money and fame. Free and ice power. cream. They get free ice cream, mm -hmm. free whatever. Yeah. And it's like And what know. are they what are they adding to the social realm? They're adding <laughs> body insecurity they're adding a sense of like needing to have other you know plastic surgery all of these things like i this is judgmental but i don't feel like they're really adding much value to the world whereas we're trying to we are trying to add value to the world basically yeah we're trying to find our kind and then give people a voice yeah and here's the the most ironic part about this is we're always talking about how society and grief like we just have it all backwards. And when people comment like this, it is the exact definition of what we're talking about. Get over it, move on, don't talk about it. It makes us uncomfortable. 
shh, shut up, right? Just be quiet. Yes. And we're like, no, we're not going to shut up. We're going to keep talking about it because everybody is going to experience loss. And what you've learned about grief is wrong. So and, we're here to help you. And you will be thankful someday for people that talk about these hard things. Well, remember when we first started our podcast and I think like we had a bunch of good reviews and then we had the one mm-hmm. review and we, I think we had like 10 listeners at the time. So to us, this was like such a big deal. And the person said something like, you guys just need to get over it. There's the, there's, this has happened to so many people. Yeah. Like just deal with it. And it was like, perfect. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for proving the point is mm-hmm. that this is, this is a time of life that we are not always going to be in. And because people think, well, I'll just jump myself to the end. There's a lot of ins and outs that don't get talked about. So right. let's also remember too, back to the social media issue. Can we talk about how everything is just to make money for people? So, okay, let's think about social media and how people get hooked in. Yeah, it's a free account. And then they have this, this assumption that like, well, this is mine and it's my intellectual property and it's my this and that. Well, guess what? Then they change the algorithm and it's all <laughs> to get more followers so that advertisers can then, can then pay Instagram and Facebook so that those guys can make money. That's all social media is, you guys. Like the people that think of it as it's going to be this great thing that is always fair, it's not true. And so we realize that as we are on Instagram and social media, we're kind of into the fray. And those of us that are widows that have widow accounts, yeah, we definitely notice those things. So gird your loins, guys. It's such a double-edged sword because like we said, we've found so much benefit in there. And, and there's a lot of stuff that's, that's not great. There's a lot of comparisons and there's a lot of, you know, running into trolls. And honestly, when you do find trolls, it does set you back a little bit. Yeah. When you do run into trolls, it makes you second guess yourself. You wonder if you should be posting those types of things. If you should be further along, if you are using those things to make yourself feel better, if you're trying to get validation, um, it makes you question your motivations and things like that. And, and while we don't want to be like that, somebody that we don't even know sometimes does have, have, does have power and it kind of trips us up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we're grievers. We're in this journey where we are vulnerable anyway. So we're sharing feelings. We also are dealing with probably PTSD or depression or anxiety and, normal stressors and then stressors that have to do with grief or our financial situation or children or being isolated. So it's, it's like prime, it's primed for kind of the shit show, but (laughs) yeah, I agree. But power to the widows who are brave to tell their story. And I guess the more that you talk about the things that are true, the more haters you might get. And I'm yeah. just really great, grateful that we've met so many amazing people because of social media and because of the internet that we would never know otherwise, because that's how we have formed community. Yeah. So in, in conclusion, I would just like to say to the people who think that grievers are seeking attention, it's just not, it's just not what you think. I am absolutely positive that every griever in the world would trade their person back for what you think that they're trying to gain fame wise, fame wise. Fame. Talk- yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's what they think. They think that you're using it so that people will, you know, want to be around you or whatever. You know, I would give, I want Jason back. 
I would, I would trade him for my Instagram followers in a heartbeat. And I think that almost everybody would do the same thing. So it's not, it's just not, that's painting it the wrong way. We're, we're here to build community. And obviously when people respond like that, they are not part of our community. And one day they will be, we'll accept them and they will feel really bad. Will we? Okay, fine. You have to. Mel says we have to accept them, even if they trolled us earlier. Um, we want to hear about your experiences. Have you received this kind of feedback and how has it made you feel? Have, has it made you want to fight or has it made you question sharing the things that you share? And do you have any coping strategies that have worked for you? Here are some things to remember. One, social media is fake. It's stupid and it's <laughs> awesome, just like grief. Yeah, it can be used for good. It can be used for scams. It can be used for people that make money. It's all of the things. Number two, if you find yourself in great distress over these things, it's okay to maybe make your account private. True. Number three, you're awesome and you're doing your best and we support you. Yay. Let us know what you think. Comment below and make sure you check out the Widow Wives Club where we talk about these kind of things openly. It's on Facebook. It's a private group. It's a safe space. So if you feel like you don't want to comment on Instagram with this, come to the Widow Wives Club and post about it. We can talk about all sorts of topics in there and you are safe. And nobody will accuse you of using your person's death to take advantage of others. It's true. I'm Anita. <laughs> I'm Mel. We're two widows who are obviously taking advantage of all of you. And is seeking attention by talking about our dead husbands. And we're trying to figure out, widow, we do now. This is my favorite thing to discuss with you. Tell me, what well, is it? One of my favorite things. I do enjoy tacos and cheese and dogs. This is about how you cannot pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a phone plan, especially when you're a widow, your person is dead, you might have kids, you might need another option, and you just want your phone to work, you want unlimited texting and service, and you want it to be like 25 bucks a month. It blows my mind that they have plans that start at $15 a month. That is so cheap. And the cool thing is, is it uses other 5G networks. And so you don't have to pay extra for that. And you still get great service. Yep. Anita and I have traveled all over and I have used my phone. So I highly recommend it. And my mom's even on it. When my dad died, we put his phone down to the cheapest plan, which is $15 a month. And I think my mom's on the $20 a month plan and it's so worth it. It's so much cheaper than what we were all paying before. So I highly recommend it if you're on a budget or not, who cares? Ryan Reynolds is in charge of the company and they send you free stickers with Ryan Reynolds temporary tattoos. It's kind of the best. So. If somebody wants to sign up, what can they do, Anita? Go to trymintmobile.com slash WWDN. Seriously, you guys, such a great idea. Save yourself some money. And if you're worried about losing data or having any changes with your phone, not going to happen. They walk you through it. Everything's fine. It's the easiest process of all time. Again, that's trymintmobile.com slash WWDN.